This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. This is the Chandler Anderson Show, providing the community with nonpartisan, reliable information regarding medical issues of the day. I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. Text the show to 931-446-7865. Each week, we recognize a Citizen of the Week for outstanding contributions to the community. This is the Chandler Anderson Show, presented by Right Care. Hell, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for some, but I'm not for everyone. Yeah, I'm good for all right, guys, it's Tuesday night. It's this, this week's episode of the Chandler Anderson Show. Today is what, the 21st, Mike? Yep, Nine, all day long. Yep, nine twenty-one twenty-one. So easy enough to remember that date. So I'm um, just now getting used to writing 2021 pretty soon. It'll be 2022. So Getting close. That's right. So look, guys, this week I want to talk to you a little bit about, uh, well, basically our whole show is going to kind of cover this, but... Um, I want to talk to you about how, as men, we have to do better, essentially, and how we have to change this idea that women are some sort of object that belong to us or we control or, or whatnot. It's just a fallacy. But when you look, and you may be sitting there thinking, what in the world? It is 2021, and this is still going on, Mike. You can see it every day. If you just walk down the street, you can see it happening. And people are thinking, ah, no, no, this is not a thing. This is all made up. Well, let's talk about a couple of things that happened um, this week and over the last couple of weeks. Um, Those of you who know me well know I'm a wrestling fan. Last week, there's a show called Dark Side of the Ring um, that put a show out about what is commonly known as the uh, plane ride from hell vince mcmahon he uh this is all from dark side of the ring on vice tv vince mcmahon decided he was going to do a european tour at the height of wrestling's popularity in the uh early 2000s obviously we had popularity in 84 85 when hulk hogan and wrestlemania and all that came on the scene but um in the early 2000s there was no other company other than the wwe F at the time, now WWE. They had bought their competitors, WCW, ECW, if you consider that a competitor, and uh, basically Vince owned the whole business. So they did a European tour, uh, went to Cologne, Germany, uh, went to another country there, and then had a show in Great Britain, Insurrection. Funny how that word has a different meaning now, <laughs> but Insurrection pay per view on a Saturday night, and they were going to fly home in this big charter jet had all first-class seats um, for the guys to relax and be calm and, you know, just enjoy themselves. Probably also to help with the size of the gentlemen. Yeah, wrestlers aren't exactly <laughs> small, right? They make me look little. So, um, But on this flight, it turned into chaos, and they think it started because there was a seven-hour tarmac uh, delay <laughs> due to weather. So you got a bunch of wrestlers who are tired, and they go through one liquor cart, now, this isn't little bottles. These are big bottles. Then they go through a second liquor cart, and then they go through a third liquor cart. 
So, Needle, you, needless to say, they're well oiled. Yeah, by the time well they get oiled, to this. right. <laughs> so the poor stewardesses were like, "Look, you know, we we've been around these guys since we came over here, but they're acting crazy." Uh, one of the wrestlers allegedly got a halcyon, which is a benzodiazepine, put in his drink, and he fell asleep. Scott Hall. Um, Michael Hayes fell asleep and they cut his ponytail off. Uh, Brock Lesnar, who is a legit, like some of you are thinking, ah, oh, wrestlers aren't real. Brock Lesnar, who's a legit athlete, uh, from, I think from Oklahoma, any out from Oklahoma way, Jim Ross found him. He ended up playing, uh, he did some yeah. MMA fighting, ended up, um, playing, um, ball for the Vikings for a while after he left wrestling. Uh, Brock Lesnar is just a bad dude. Uh, and I think he's I, from Oklahoma. He may be, I, I'm not be, sure. Wrong. I'm not familiar with the name. But, he's, a, uh, he's an out west guy. He's I mean, a big corn fed dude. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a big guy. I know that. <laughs> so, Kurt Henning, who was from Minnesota, uh, he decided it'd be a good idea to take uh, shaving cream. He was a big prankster, a river, as it's known in wrestling. He took uh, shaving cream, sprayed on Brock Lesnar's head, slapped it, and went everywhere. And so, Brock Lesnar decided uh, they had taken off by this point that it, whatever feet, 30,000 30, feet to try to fight Kurt Henning, and they ended up slamming into the emergency door, which it's not going to open while you're in mm. the sky, but still enough to create panic. You know, um, what else happened? Uh, Dustin Runnels gets on the microphone for the plane, starts singing a love song to his ex-wife. And now Vince and Linda are up in front thinking, what in the world? And Jim Ross, poor guy, is stuck with the Jim Ross from uh, Norman, Oklahoma, uh, out your way. Mm. Uh, stuck with the task of being vice president of talent relations, which is a fancy word for babysitter. And so he has to go back there and break all this up. Well, the part that's pertinent to this show is Ric Flair is very fond of himself and his, we'll say, blessings. And he decided to expose himself to one of the stewardesses. Now, they had already been through all this stuff happening, and they're not used to wrestlers. I mean, they certainly used to athletes, but not used to wrestlers and people being drunk and doing all this crazy stuff so um he exposed himself to her ended up being a a lawsuit later and um they settled um however all the people involved in that flight had some disciplinary action taken brock lesnar got in trouble um kurt henning was let go from the company scott hall was sent home scott hall grabbed the same girl that rick flair exposed himself to allegedly exposed himself to uh scott hall allegedly grabbed her ripped her shirt open um he denies having any recollection of it flair denies any of this happening um but the thing that caused the the big ruckus is everybody but flair had some disciplinary action and they asked Jim Ross, why didn't nothing happen to Flair? And he said, well, he was a made man. He was kind of an untouchable guy, essentially. That's not okay. Because the thing that he did is as bad as all the things, if not worse, than these other people did. Um, How long ago was this? This was 20 years ago. Okay. But that, here's the problem. Doesn't make it any better, but I'm just... But, but here's the problem. Yeah. On this show... One of the wrestlers, it goes, but Tommy Dreamer defends Flair. Says this was just a joke. I guarantee you, if someone did that to Tommy Dreamer's wife, he would be upset. He would. That's just the truth. Oh, definitely. Um, and so we've. I want to talk today about 
the lack of clear boundaries that our boys are taught. I've got two young boys that we teach our boys regarding girls. I mean, we regretfully have a society that looks upon girls sometimes as second-class citizens. You know, we talk about race stuff on the morning show. We talk about, um, you know, access to voting and the Civil Rights Act. People forget women couldn't vote for the longest. They couldn't own property. They couldn't have a checking account. Women have been treated like second-class citizens. And, you know, the things that women go through when men do things that are looked looked at as, well, he's just that guy, or he's just a jock, or he's just the captain of the team. That doesn't make it okay. It doesn't remove the trauma that these young ladies go through, and it's got to stop. And, you know, we... I also want to touch base on domestic violence because that's a huge issue in society today. I want to touch base on. Uh, well, uh, honestly, some of the, what you're talking about leads into that. You know, exactly. the, the, the lack of boundaries, the lack of consequences. Right. Uh, especially if you are uh, a notable figure. Right. Um, kind of leads into the, the, you know, the next, I guess the segue or whatever, if you want to use that term, is, you know, well, what I do in my house is my business and you can't tell me what to do. And therefore, until you hurt someone, until you hurt somebody. Right. And, and yes. And, uh, you know, I, I think one leads to the other. I agree. Uh, especially when you're, you're talking about blurring the boundaries of what is appropriate and what's not appropriate in, uh, in, in a, in a man relationship and, you know, any, just a contact Right. With a female. Well, and, so. and for many years in this country and many decades, even centuries, I would suggest women were viewed as property almost. Like this is Miss So-and-so and, and this is, you know, she's in the kitchen and you've heard that ridiculous saying she's barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. That's got to stop because, you know, I have been lucky and fortunate to be in a profession that is female dominated. Nursing is a female dominated field. Mm-hmm. And, that stuff doesn't fly. It just doesn't. You know, I don't let it happen in my office. It didn't happen, you know, in the places I worked. And, and it's, we've got to change the way America looks at this. I want to take a minute to talk about Gabby Petito. Um, those of you who know Gabby's story, um, I'll recap it a little bit. But this all kind of started, I was thinking about what to do for the show this week. Um, yeah, I've got a list of things and potential things, but... I try to do things that are topical and timely because people want to talk about it. I mean, you know, as Delk always says, you talk about what people are talking about at the barbershop. And this is what people are talking about right now. Um, So there was a post that came across Facebook, which, you know, Delk always says, get off the Facebook. But (laughs) stop using Gabby Petito and her case as an excuse to say we need to teach our daughters to leave toxic and abusive relationships. What we actually need to do in addition to that, I guess, is teach our sons not to be abusive. We need to teach our sons to take no for an answer. And we need to teach our sons to do and be better. Um, The answer is not hitting. That's never the answer. We teach our kids that all the time. But then somehow, usually because they sit at home, they end up going and being in a toxic relationship that ends up sadly in Gabby's case uh, with a death 
But I want to tell you real quick about Gabby uh, Petito. Um, they started looking for Gabby, who was reported missing by her family, after she had been traveling with her boyfriend, boyfriend Brian Laundrie. Um, they had not heard from her. So the timeline kind of starts like this. June 2021, Petito and Laundrie, who were apparently a couple, embarked on a cross-country trip um, out west. They were going to um, the Grand Tetons to see them in a white Ford van. Um, they were headed out cross-country. Now, I've taken a cross-country trip and headed down to Mexico. It's a lot of fun. You spend a lot of time together um, with the person you're with, and you get to really know them. If you're in a toxic relationship, that's probably the worst thing you can do is isolate yourself in a van across country. Um, the escape routes are kind of limited. Right, right. <laughs> um, so the timeline, they start their vacation or whatnot, June 2021. 20, August 12th, Moab, um, I guess that's how you say it, Utah police have an encounter with a couple where officers describe them um, – described them as having engaged in some sort of altercation. So the police respond to a call, a 911 call, on August 12th. Um, and the two are described as getting into a physical fight following an argument. Uh, both the male and female reported they're in love. And pay attention to this because it's important. They're in love and engaged to be married and desperately do not wish to see anyone charged with a crime. The report from the officer Eric Pratt. Body cam footage shows the police talking to laundry. At the officer's suggestion, the couple separated for the night, the report says, which describes Petito as confused and emotional. Imagine that. The woman gets labeled as confused and emotional. Uh, after evaluating the totality of the circumstances, I do not believe the situation escalated to the level of domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis, Officer Daniel Robbins writes in the report. No charges were filed. The couple each had their own cell phones in case of an emergency. And um, they they have body cam footage of the officer talking to Petito. Last week of August, Petito's family says, Hey, uh, haven't heard from her since August 30th. Something's wrong. August 24th, uh, Petito FaceTimed with her mom. Uh, 25th, or multiple texts. They were talking about uh, how they're in the T-Dons. Um, 27th more text um but then the 30th they get a text that says no service in yosemite interestingly if you don't have service you know what you can't do send a text right so there's that um now in september uh, a woman claimed that on august 29th keep in mind gabby talked to her mother august 27th um via text and then the 30th they get this text that doesn't really fit her uh, way of speaking uh, august 29th this young lady miranda baker posted she st- i've seen her videos on tiktok she's posted a ton where she talked about picking up laundry this gentleman uh, not the stuff that's scattered on the floor um, outside who tells her hey i've been camping in grand tita national park uh, near snake river i want to go to jackson um and when so the he was hitchhiking the boyfriend of baker and her gave him a ride when they found out when he found out they were going to jackson hole instead of jackson uh he gets out and he's kind of belligerent or whatnot um and she talked to the police september 1st he shows back up in florida 
at his parents' home without Gabby. In the white van. Um, I don't know that he that was, was in the, the white van. Was, was he? Part, yes, he was. He was in the van. Yeah, it was recovered. Yes. And, yeah. So he ended uh, up, which is weird. Why would he be hitchhiking if he had the van that, available? Yeah, that, when you unless said hitchhiking, something that, was that's in why, the van. That's why I kind of right. Course. But that tells me something was in the van. It seems, mm-hmm. and that something may have been the a body allegedly uh, or potentially. Uh, September eleventh. After not getting being able to get in touch with her, Petito's family, they live in New York now. Think about that. You live in New York and your daughter's way down here in Florida, essentially across the country, uh, north to the south. Um, the police go to Laundry's home that night, asked to speak to him, and his family said, uh, nope. And the police say they were essentially handed information for a family attorney. You lawyer up for some reason, right? Either because you're being smart, you want to protect yourself, or you've done something. I mean, one or the other, right? Um, or both. Or both, right? Um, and that was the extent of the conversation that this Officer Taylor says, uh, or the police spokesperson says. In a letter on September 16th, um, the family says, look, just tell us where her body is. You know, Tell us where she is so we can go get her. Uh Laundry's family doesn't respond. Um, you know, I feel terrible for this Petito's family as you watch this unfold. And it's always in Florida. Like, what in the world is happening in Florida? You know, you had George Zimmerman down there and Trayvon. You had Casey Anthony. It's like Nancy Grace could have just had a place in Florida. Is it something about coastal states? So, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, Florida, Cal- California. California you know. Where was Jody Arias? Was that Florida or was that New Mexico? You know, she was the one that killed her boyfriend, Travis. Um, September 17th, after several days, um, the police go to the home and suddenly he's missing. Laundry's missing. September 18th, um, they are looking, uh, for, uh, Petito still in the area they were supposed to be at. Um, the FBI actually comes out and says, you know, look. We, we're putting that um, a lot of pressure on this laundry guy to answer questions, and they're not, and the family's not. Um, I think so, that's one of the strangest things is that the parents aren't Yeah, they have clammed either. up. They've clammed up. Uh, now, again, pop, probably on the advice of a lawyer. Right. Very you know, wise you advice. Just, if you, don't, right. yeah, even, just don't say anything. You right. know, let, let – and it's, you know, I'm sure the lawyer said – it's, it's probably not going to look good, but right. this is the safest thing for you to do. September 19th, remains were found, which they believe to be Gabby's. Um, September 20th, parents are questioned at their home by the FBI. Um, they were escorted from their home after a federal agent executed a search warrant. Um, and then here's what's interesting. After this kind of hits the news... We'll come back and talk about the 911 call that kind of explains what actually happened instead of what the story to the police was. And that's going to tie it into where I'm going tonight. So we'll be back right after this break. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley. And you're listening to 101.7 
WKOM Columbia. Folks, the Right Care Walking Clinic, located in front of Walmart, is open 11 to 11 every day of the week. If your kid gets sick when you get home from work and your child needs to be seen but your provider's office is closed, come see us. We see children, adults, geriatric folks. Folks, we've been open 10 years and we stay late, so you don't have to wait at the emergency room to get the care that you deserve. The Right Care. We're open 11 to 11 every day in front of Walmart, Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once, and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. Do you know Tillis Jewelry creates custom, one-of-a-kind pieces that are available in our store now? Hello, this is Rick Tillis, and that's right. We are known for our custom designs. We create jewelry using old mine-cut or European-cut diamonds to rare-colored gemstones. We create these custom pieces for each season. I'm sure you can find something for yourself or a loved one. Stop by our showroom and try on a Tillis Jewelry custom piece today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to view our designs and much more. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Started listening to your station and everybody likes it. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. Here we go. I'm like Scotch and Santa Claus bands. I'm like Beastie Towns bands, and I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. You're listening to the Chandler Anderson Show. 
Contact the show via text at 931-446-7865. But I'm not for All right, guys, we were talking about Gabby and the fact, Gabby Petito and the laundry um, fella, um, how they went out on vacation out west in his van and how now her body's been found and the family kind of quit talking, which, you know, um, even if even if if he hasn't done anything, that's probably good advice from an attorney, I would think, um, is to stop talking. Um, but. One thing that is interesting, we talked about the police. We talked about how things presented themselves at um, the police encounter. Um, but here's something that came to surface. There was a 911 call that got the police dispatched there. Neither Gabby or uh, Mr. Laundry called the police. A bystander did. And the 911 call said, I, I played it before we got on air, we drove by, and the gentleman was slapping the girl, the caller tells the 911 operator. Then we stopped. They ran up and down the sidewalk. He proceeded to hit her. They hopped in the car, and they drove off. I can assure you, folks, that is not the first time he had hit that young lady. And that young lady, at some point, decided she deserved that, because he, she had been abused to the point that she accepted being hit. And that is depression because you lose the self-worth um, that would tell you, nope, I'm not going to be hit. I'm more valuable than this. You know, I always tell people, you would not go around throwing your grandmother's china up in the air and catching it. Because if you were to drop it, You've broken something very valuable. And people have to start visualizing other people's emotions that way. And they just don't. I don't know why that is. Social media has made it worse. You know, I, I mean, I'm active on social media, but it has. It has made it very easy to say horrible things to other people and have zero consequence. What's the worst thing that happens? You get banned for a day or you get banned for a week. I've been banned for 60 days before, but... My colorful language tends to get me in trouble. Well, but, but you also have the you're not abusive online. You know. Online, uh, you also have the ability to do it anonymously. At least, right. apparently, you know, granted, and they, hide they behind can, the keyboard. They can track you if they really want to. But um, I think yeah, they you try can, to call it doxing. Yeah, but but, but you can you can hide you can hide behind a fake name. You can and and still make a very pointed comment or and, an and very hurt yeah. you know very hurtful comment. Uh, as a as a teacher, we we spent a lot of time talking about uh, cyberbullying, and uh, and that you know, and, and some of the other stuff regarding the the use of cell phones, and, and tried to to educate these kids a little bit to the idea that uh, you know the old adage of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, that's is, not true. Is yeah. not true. Because it's, here's it's the not thing. true at all. And uh, and, and we're going to hit on the adverse childhood experiences here in a minute. But you know, it is probably more harmful to have emotional abuse than physical abuse sometimes because a bone will heal. But once somebody's beaten down till they feel like their value is nothing, they'll they'll tolerate anything. 
and they don't care about their health at that point. They don't care if their blood sugar is 400. Some of the hardest patients to treat are patients who have significant comorbidities like high blood pressure or diabetes or COPD, and they're depressed because they don't care. They, they lose that will to live. They just don't care. They're existing at that point. I battle depression. We've mm-hmm. talked about it openly on this show. It's just you lose that will to live. You don't want to get out of bed. And it's difficult to it, it's difficult to identify simply because the the line between blue, you know, just down for a little while and depression is very very blurred. Correct. And uh in, in fact it's just really a matter of time and a matter of of uh consistency or persistency. Right depending on how you want to term that and so uh, and and go back to what the police said and i'm not criticizing the police here i'm just reading what they said they when they responded to this and they probably didn't have any idea what the 911 call was they just knew they'd been dispatched to mm -hmm. some sort of altercation i do not believe the situation escalated to the level of a domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis but we let them go. Think about that. It's a mental health crisis. Well, uh, you know, in, in but we defense, let them go. In the policeman's defense, do we have laws that to hold people in that regard? Well, I mean, you have six four four here in Tennessee. Um, you know, where if you think they're a harm to their, themselves, I think it may be six four one now. But if you think somebody's a harm to themselves or somebody else, the police absolutely can pick you yeah. up, take you to the hospital. You. It's basically a forced again, psychiatric hold. Again, yeah. that's a very, very shaky judgment. No, it's asking the police to make, make a very, it, yeah, a, make a very, a very hard, difficult call. hard yeah. judgment call there, uh, especially when more than likely, because uh, again, this typically happens, and you know this as well when when there is a when there is an abuse situation, even the the abused victim will turn on the police to oh, you know, yeah. protect the the the, the, the abuser. Uh, because you think about where do i go you know where's my where am i going to get money from where do i stay and if you put kids in the mix what's going to happen to my kids and and it it seems you know it it, it seems counterintuitive but at the same time like you said they become so dependent on that abuser that the police and again they're not necessarily thinking clearly right in those in those regards and uh, and again, honestly, as a as a teacher, you know, I I was supposed to be looking for abuse, and, you know, signs of abuse and and reactions to me that would indicate something, some was, kind, some, something was wrong and something like that. And I was obligated that if I saw it as, by law, well, I was you're a mandatory a teacher, reporter. Yeah. Right, I was a mandatory reporter, and it was still very difficult to 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 separate. Yeah, you know, sometimes it was obvious. You know, I would, if I stood over a, a, a child during a classroom, and you know, during, I was walking through the through the chairs while I was talking one time, and, and this was, you know, it was heartbreaking. But it was, uh, I raised my hand to say something, and I kind of pointed my finger at the black wall or something like that. And every time I went forward, the girl right beside me winced. Hmm. She just she hunkered up, and it was just. It, you know, it was alarming to me at that point. Here I was, not even, you know, remotely threatening her. I was just making a point. But right. the, the very movement of my hand forward above her 
in a sense, you know, made her flinch, made her, you know, scared enough to hunker down and get ready for the blow. Right. Which told me, yeah, she had been abused. (laughs) She she had been hit. Yeah. She'd been hit several times. Um, and so, you know, in, in the, in the, in the situation of the policeman, yeah, I mean you can't He's, fault those guys, yeah, and you that, know they are tough, that's they a tough are call. And, and they are having a hard time right now, knowing now on say, the back end. I was going to say those two guys are the hindsight now. Time. They're probably beating themselves up yep. for not doing more than they did. Yep. Let's talk about what an unhealthy relationship looks like. You know, I've not shied away from talking about my personal stuff here. You know, I was emancipated at sixteen. Um, my parents were abusive. Eleanor Foster, God bless her, um, identified that. I worked full time, went to school full time. Um, I was emancipated by Judge Bowden. Uh, my dad that raised me, um, he had been abused growing up. And I mean, it, it is cliche, but it's the truth. It's a cycle. You know, he raised a young boy the way that he had been raised. Uh, his dad was an alcoholic and uh, had abused him. So it was a cycle. And, um, then you know for me it overlapped into you know when i would date somebody this whole i love you thing would freak me out because we didn't say that you know we just didn't um this whole hugging and all that i mean god bless molly when we first got married she tried when we first dated even when we she tried to be affectionate and it freaked me out mike i mean it was it was foreign to me it really was because it wasn't normal and it was weird. I'm like, why do you want to touch me? You know, why do you want to hug me? Why do you want to hold? Why do you want to do all this mess? You know, and what they did subsequently was kind of alienate mm-hmm. her because she was raised by people who did do those things. Um, but here are some signs of an unhealthy relationship for those young men and women that are listening out there. These are things we're going to talk about what a toxic or unhealthy relationship it looks like what domestic violence looks like. Um, and then we're going to talk about victim shaming, which is ridiculous, but happens every time. And by the way, I just want to say, um, we got a text about Joy Reid on MSNBC, who is a deplorable, um, deplorable human being. I'll just say it. She dismissed Gabby's case as focusing on the missing white woman syndrome. Really? So we got to bring race into this. How about we have a missing girl whose parents love her very much, obviously, and they can't find her. So, you know, Joy, if that's what you got to do to get ratings, man, you might want to look for a different line of work. That's pretty cheap and low. Um, but here's some toxic signs for, because I, I understand I got some teens that listen in, Mike. I got some street cred now. I got some central high school teens (laughs) listening in. So intensity. When someone expresses very extreme feelings and over-the-top behavior that feels overwhelming, that might be an early sign of a toxic relationship. When somebody's in love with you on day two, that's not right. You know, that's not right. Uh, I'll go back to Joy Reid. I'll tell you, one of my best friends is an African-American young lady, and she's kept me posted on Petito. She's the one that first told me about it. So, Ms. Reid, I would say you are wrong. But anyway, back to the toxic relationship. Manipulation, when somebody tries to control your decisions, actions, or emotions. If you can't say, hey, 
I'm going to the store without that person getting upset. Something's wrong with that relationship. Ultimately, a relationship should be two people working together to build each other up and not tear each yeah. other down. If you if you are so insecure that your wife can't go to the store alone, something's wrong. Well, there's uh, there's also a lot more subtle ways that that happens. You know, for instance, if uh, uh, the 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 guy or or the girl this does go this yeah, works both goes ways, both ways. But, but, it definitely does uh, yeah, and typically unfortunately for us is you know the guys tend to be the ones that at least are noticed um you know if the guy says why don't you come with me to to this this event whether it's a school event or a church event or something like that you know ask the girl to come with him mm-hmm. okay fine a little bit down the road she asks him to come to one of her events and you know, or to, to church, you know, let's, let's just say, you know, to church, you know, come to church, you know, you go to church with a guy. Okay. Hey, next Sunday, let's go to church at, at my church. And, you know, let, let's just kind of take turn. And he comes up with an excuse every time not to go to, to her church or, or whatever, or to her activity that she wants to go to. Um, uh, yet he almost insists. And if, and if she raises some objection, it's a, it's a threat to the relationship, right? And um, and, and stuff. So you know, that's that's a you know it's a threat or it's, it's it's a hassle to the relationship or whatever. That's a very subtle form of manipulation, but it does happen uh, a lot, and, and that's usually kind of one of your first signs. I kind of I told my girls, if you know, if you've always got to be doing what he wants to do every time. You know, that's. Yeah, that's a flag. There's yeah. a flag up there waving. Well, because the relationship's about it. him at that right. point, and, and it's showing you off. And too. but he's that, and he's also controlling the circumstances right. and, and, and activities, and, and, yeah, and activities, and um, and therefore, you know, that's I said, you know, at least, like I said, at least I told my girl that's a flag, right? Just well, back what, up, take a look at it. What I've told Abby and, is, look, you don't need another guy or girl for whatever. You you need. To be confident in yourself, you're a smart girl. You can make your own living. You can take care of yourself. You got mom and dad to help you if you need it. But you know, it's so often that people feel they have to have someone in order to survive that they get trapped in these situations where they feel they have to be with somebody. The well, other- the approval measuring stick for a girl, unfortunately, becomes. How attractive is she to the guys? Yeah, and we're gonna and, get and into that. A, but, uh, but but it's a, how much how much attention can she gain? And to get attention, you kind of have to give attention that way. It's 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 a subtle again. It's a subtle game. It's a tough game to play. But uh, but that's you know that's that's the measuring stick is is skewed even. Well, I, I think that that may be society's. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, and that's, I guess that's that, what I'm implying. Yeah, that's, is that's wrong. That's yeah. yeah, that's the way it has been for generations. Well, and I, and I think that 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 is how we've gotten to this sexual over sexualization mm-hmm. of women. Yeah, you know, and then people get so mad when you have there, there's a comedian named Tammy. You know, she's a, she is a larger person, and she did a. Um, she did a photo shoot, which if somebody smaller than her had done, people would have been oogling over. But she did it. She's a very confident woman. And, of course, you had these 
these jerks trying to body shame her. You know what? It's her body. If she wants to do it, let her do it. Who cares? But we're going to get back on track here about toxic relationships when we come back um, and signs to be watching for so that you don't end up in a tough spot. Um, And you certainly don't want to end up in the situation Gabby's in. Um, So uh, we'll be back after this break. Folks, if you're looking for a primary care provider for yourself or your children or your family members, Right Care Primary Care, located in the Kroger Shopping Center off James Campbell, is accepting new patients. We take all insurances, and our providers will sit down and listen to you and help get to the bottom of your health care needs. If you're tired of being rushed in and out of the office and being treated like a number, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care Clinic. Myself and Kelly Kelly will be glad to take care of you and get you back on track to getting the right care now. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. I love this station. Absolutely love the station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. <laughs> You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm like Scott, go this is the Chandler Anderson Show, presented by Right Care. All right, we were talking about toxic relationships before the breaks and signs of toxic relationships. So, um, you know, if you see this, this is not only for 
for teens and people in relationships, if you see this in your kids, you know, uh, when they feel like when you get around your kid and their boyfriend and they're acting different than the kids, you know, something's going on. Because they're having to put on a different personality because something they've done or said has been met with some criticism or belittling by that person, whether it be male or female. You know, when we talk about toxic relationships, sabotage. When someone purposefully tries to ruin your reputation, achievements, or success. Now, think about that. This person's in a relationship with you. They're supposed to be building you up, but here they are sabotaging your stuff so that you don't ever get higher than they do. You know, so that you don't ever uh, achieve more than they do, or you don't make more money than they do, things like that. You know, it. And again, it's it's subtle. You know, sometimes it's 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 almost seems it's kind of a twisted way they 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 present it as trying to support you. For instance, if you've got a, a young lady who's trying to lose a little bit of weight. You know, she she doesn't feel comfortable the way she looks or something like that. She's trying to lose weight, yet her boyfriend keeps bringing her candy as a present he's trying to be you know he's trying to be nice and stuff like that but he's bringing her something that sub that like you said sabotages what she's trying to accomplish and uh again asserting a very subtle form of control in that situation but well, but, but like you said the sabotage is not just a uh overt and big that's the thing I, I guess i keep coming back to is it's a lot of times at the very beginning, it's much more subtle than most people even think it is. Oh, I agree. And for young ladies or young people, young men even, learn to catch it while it's subtle and see the signs. It's much, much easier to escape the situation or stop the situation. Before they have their before, emotional flaws on you. Before it turns into a situation that overwhelms you. Well, and here's a point we need to make because it keeps – we bring it up, you know, Young men and young women, when you get on a scale, that does not define you. So don't let it. Do not let what you see on TV define you. One of the reasons I love This Is Us is because one of its main, two of its main stars were actually morbidly obese people. And it shows that they're morbidly obese folks. When I was 540 pounds, I was a person just like I'm a person at 270. You know, and we body shame people because you have this, uh, the the media and um, advertisers have created what they think a young man and a young woman should look like, and there are so many ramifications of that. At the end of the day, you look like you're supposed to look. At the end of the day, you know you can be 400 pounds and be healthy. You can have perfect cholesterol, your blood sugar fine, your heart rate fine, your blood pressure fine. You know. Um, I always try to, when I have to talk to patients about weight, you know, I try to do it from a standpoint of what, what's your day like? If they say, man, I have trouble putting on my shoes. Okay, we're having some functional problem now. Right. You know, um, I'm 270. I'm never going to be 170. I can promise you that. I'm never going to hit my ideal body weight. <laughs> and if I do, y'all should do some blood work or have me see and, Dr. Chokesy and get scoped again because it's gotten bigger or something and, and like that. And that scale. That, that yeah, the BMI, BMI scale, scale is... Yeah. is, is yeah. Well, I call that, it the BS scale. Yeah, it's a BS scale. Yeah, is what it's, it is. it's caused more problems than it's helped. <laughs> but guilting when someone makes you feel responsible for their actions, or you, or makes you feel like it's your job to keep them happy. I will tell you, I can't tell you how many times as a provider in the emergency room or emergency department, I had a young woman tell me, 
I didn't do what he asked me to do, and that's why I got hit. That's why my arm's broken. It's my fault. No, it is never your fault that that you got hit, that you were cussed, that you... It's not. It's a dysfunctional relationship, and you've got to get away from it because you are one punch away from being killed. It will probably come out that Gabby and this laundry guy got in a fight and he punched her in the face or something and she got a brain bleed. It'll be interesting. They have her body. It'll be interesting to see what the results show because they ruled it a homicide today, I believe, right? But it'll be interesting to see if she has a brain bleed or something like that because it starts with petty stuff, little things, little insults, little jabs. It escalates to physical stuff and then one day they hit a little too hard and then we're doing cpr on them and that's why it's important to identify these toxic relationships deflecting responsibilities another sign when someone repeatedly makes excuses for their unhealthy behavior oh i have an anger problem then take yourself to counseling and don't touch my daughter again look i feel bad for the boy that dates abby i'm just gonna tell you (laughs) And the ones that have have left. (laughs) Um, Possessiveness. When someone's jealous to a point, they try to control who you spend time with and what you do. I mean, now, I will say that is different than you dating someone and they're around people who are doing bad things to them. You know, trying to get them away from bad influences is one thing. But taking them away from their family, that is isolating them. This guy took her across country on a trip. Now, again, I've been cross country on a trip. But isn't it ironic that they went cross country on a trip instead of hanging out in Florida when there's lots to do in Florida? There's a lot to do in Florida. You could go up the coast. You could go down to Key West. You could go find me a house for when I retire in Key West. You could go to Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, there's. I mean, but think about that. They went across country. Maybe it's nothing, but that seems odd right you're in the this big national park where there's not a lot of well uh, there's that's also one of those that under the circumstances sounds pretty odd you right know, I can, right but i've uh, been across country yeah. you've been to oklahoma yeah. which is about halfway I across the there, country so. right right, right. <laughs> you didn't pick it nobody picks oklahoma just saying they now, don't sir hey. what what is the tourist Wait. attraction in oklahoma huh what is the tourist attraction in oklahoma uh the plains and the Hold great on. plains, the, the, the flatlands. Yeah, you've seen the plains. <laughs> you've seen the plains. <laughs> Look, okay. I drew, when now, I drove now we, call it, we call it the promised land, okay? Uh, right? It's history. Because we promise one day it'll look nice. No, no, no. It's been promised to every Indian in the nation <laughs> oh, at least one time. Sir, sir, sir. All right, back to this where we're getting in trouble. I, all right, we talked about belittling. When someone, I cannot believe you just said that. When someone does, and nope, 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 not going back. Uh, When someone does and says things to make you feel bad about yourself, again, a relationship is a symbiotic thing. You are building the other person up. If that person isn't adding to your cup or your pail, you know, we have a thing about bucket fillers at the office. You know, it's our job to help fill your bucket. 
to put more into your life, to add to your life. If somebody's taking from your bucket, get rid of them. And or, that's friends, people you're yeah. dating, family. It's okay to let family go if they're toxic. I can tell you this. I've got about five family members I talk to, and I'm adopted. So that means I've got my biological family, and I've got my adopted family, and I only talked to about five of them. You know why? The rest of them are toxic as can be. I had to cut out my sister because she drove me crazy all the time. It was the First National Bank of Chandler. God bless her. She's a professional bride. I ran out of money on wedding gifts, you know, but you know, I had to cut out people because your peace of mind is more important than what anybody thinks of you, whether it's your family, your friends or whatever, being able to lay down at night and not be driven crazy by somebody being manipulative is more important than anything else that you got going on. Again, and and an early sign to that is do, does, does your partner, does this person you have a relationship with, do they have to have other people feel worse for them to feel better right you know whether it's you or whether it's somebody you watch them interact with right. that's a good you know, that's a quick sign if they've got to for themselves for, for them to feel better if they've got to make somebody else feel worse you there's there's a flag there there's a, there's something that that you need to pay attention to because that that action will ter- turn back towards you oh no as well yeah absolutely if, they'll if it treat- hadn't already uh, if they'll treat somebody bad in front of you, they'll treat you bad. You just, you, it is ain't your turn yet. Yeah. Uh, but if they have to make them feel bad to feel good themselves, that's the other side. Is you know, What's oh, their yeah. motivation for that? Uh, again, that's that's one of those. Well, if you got to tear somebody down to feel better, better about yourself, something's yeah. wrong with you. The problem right. lies within you. Uh, volatility when someone, now that's different than calling people on their BS. I will say that. You know, because people could say we tear people down on three dudes. We don't. We call people on their BS, you know. Um, shout out to Ron Hart, by the way. I always love Tuesdays because Ron is hilarious. Well, uh, and again, coming back to that to that show as well, you know, yes, we have th- three opposing views. At the end of the show and at the end of the day, I've seen this over and over again. Yes, you ve- vehemently disagree with each other, but at the same time, you respect each That's other. Right. And you're friends with each other. Yep. And when it does get a little bit testy, everyone re- recognize and backs off. Right, right. And that's right. you know, and that's where uh, if, you, if if your other significant other isn't backing off, right. Again, there's a sign Your that job you need to pay is attention to. Build to. each other up. Uh, volatility. When someone has a really strong, unpredictable reaction that makes you feel scared, confused, or intimidated. When somebody blows up about something little, that is not normal. Now, if you don't pay the house payment, your significant other might get a little mad about that. But if they're mad because. The, there's dishes in the sink well they have hands they can wash them or as my mother would say wash them she inserted r's into things <laughs> i think it's a southern thing i was gonna say but but i will say this the other thing is we've assigned these tasks to genders my boys do the dishes at the house abby doesn't because they need to know that young men can do dishes just like young ladies can Abby can do stuff on her car that I can't do. I love the fact that we have taken away those gender roles. You know, Jack started helping with the laundry. Abby's done laundry. 
I figure I got three of them. Might as well parse out some chores. They drive car. <laughs> they got nice cars and nice clothes. Might as well earn them, you know. But um, that's one of the other problems is pe- people have stopped making kids do chores. I think that is an investment in your kid. It teaches them accountability. It teaches. It trains them for a job down the road. Well, it also trains them to be a little bit more independent. Right. Um, Abby can yeah. cook. She can work on her car a little bit. She can. She's and got a little house. You know, she moved depend, in the driveway. She doesn't have to depend on that guy right. to take care of that guy's job, quote That's right. unquote, if, if, if it really comes to it. You know? Exactly. Uh, and then finally, betrayal. When someone's disloyal or acts in an intentional, dishonest way, listen, if your loved one is lying to you, get rid of them. Because t- when you lie to somebody, here's this is Chandler Anderson's definition, not webster's and maybe he's got it similar when you lie to somebody what you're saying is i'm smarter than you and you're dumb enough to believe this that's just the truth when somebody tells you this outrageous lie i've been lied to i'm in the healthcare field patients lie sometimes you know house md used to say everybody lies everybody's lying you know the guy that trained me he said he's about as i'm not so sure that's a great no it's not usually house is not house is no house is not the role model you know house is the one that said it's never lupus it's it's usually lupus but um you know the guy that trained me was like 90 percent of people gonna lie to you just accept it and move on don't take it personal but you know if your partner, again, it's a symbiotic thing. You're supposed to build each other up. If they're lying to you, they think they're smarter than you and that you are dumb enough to believe it. Stop it, people. <laughs> now, I'm gonna t- let's go over warning signs of domestic abuse because you'll see how very close they are to toxic relationships. It starts toxic and then it becomes physical or emotionally abusive. A relationship might be abusive if your partner feels they have the right to dictate your behavior, privileges, or responses and opinions. This is what we're going to think about this. Demonstrates ownership of you or extreme possessiveness. Says things like, I can't live without you or you're my whole world. I don't know about that so much. What I do know is when you hear a man tell his friend, my wife's withholding sex to punish me, she doesn't owe you sex, pal. That's her body. It's infuriating when people when I hear people say that. Um, when they blame you for their behavior, you can't make anybody act a certain way. It'd be like if I got up and punched somebody on the three dudes with a view show and then said, well, you made me do it by making me so mad. No, I am responsible for my actions. We learned that in the third grade. Um, and that's usually where I have taken the teachable moment to the receiver and said, hey, well, you said, hey, he made me mad. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, you can. Who's in control? That's right. Which that's one right. are you in control? Because if you're letting him get you, then he's controlling you. Uh, and, you know, if you're going to protest everything, I tell you who's in control. Right. Right. You know, if you're just saying no because I said yes, who's in control of this? Exactly. Uh if that person isolates you or they want to constantly know your whereabouts, expects you to spend all your free time with them, they humiliate you in public, they force you to have sex, they insist on controlling your money, 
they refuse to let you go to work or the other extreme they make you work more so that there is more money that they can then spend i'm going to tell you if you've got a partner that it doesn't have a disability and they're sitting home and you're working three jobs give me a call because we got to talk because you're being abused financially uh, has no regard for your physical mental health. You're supposed to build people up in your relationships. They criticize your appearance, uh, pressures you to live together or get married before you're ready. They get angry easy. You see how all those overlap? It's because toxic relationships in dating turn into toxic and domestic violence marriages or long-term relationships. we got to identify that. And we got to get people out of those situations and stop making that be a normal. We're going to go to break, come back with our person of the week. So listen in when we get back. Folks, the Right Care Walking Clinic, located in front of Walmart, is open 11 to 11 every day of the week. If your kid gets sick when you get home from work and your child needs to be seen but your provider's office is closed, come see us. We see children, adults, geriatric folks. Folks, we've been open 10 years and we stay late, so you don't have to wait at the emergency room to get the care that you deserve, the right care. We're open 11 to 11 every day in front of Walmart, Columbia, Tennessee. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Don't let your pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Health's physical therapy team can aid in your recovery from surgery, injury, or illness. With seven locations, state-of-the-art equipment, certified therapists, and proven techniques, you'll have everything you need to recover quickly. And Murray Regional Physical Therapy has implemented enhanced measures to keep you safe while working to improve your quality of life. If you need physical therapy, let one of our experienced therapists be your partner in recovery. Learn more at therapy.murrayregional.com. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. You're listening to The Chandler Anderson Show. Contact the show via text at 931-446-7865. In a time full of war and peace. Time full of doubt, just believe. Yeah, there ain't that much 
difference between you and me In a time full of war will be peace In a world full of All right, folks, I want to take this week's Person of the Week and tell you a little bit about him. Um, as I mentioned, I was emancipated at 17, 16, and graduated high school right before I turned 18, so graduated at 17, and entered into um, Columbia State and the nursing program, took my prerequisites along with my classes, which is about as suicidal as uh, you can get. <laughs> uh, what was I thinking? But um, God bless Jabron Natty's mother, Deanna, for putting up with me. But I was very fortunate to see, to run into a young lady who, 25 years later, is still one of my best friends. She lives five houses down from me. Um, so she uh, gets to see all the nonsensical stuff I buy and drag down the street. Um, this, per- this week's Person of the Week just graduated recently from Austin Peay State University with a 4.0 got an award for her academic achievements, and today got her official license number from the state of Tennessee, Miss Terry Locker. Um, she is one of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my life, and she is one of those friends that will call you on your BS when you need it. And this is shocking, I'm sure you to y'all, but that happens a lot with me. Um, and she tolerates me and my little tantrums about, I've gotten 2,500 texts today, you know, or they're out of soap. This is ridiculous. How do we run out of soap? But um, Terry is one of the best human beings. She comes from great parents, Carolyn Richard. Richard is, he and Jim York are my two, well, I throw Ty Cobb in there and Chaz. I got a lot of Democrats I like, man. I may not be such, so bad after all. I don't know. Um, her dad, Richard, has one of the best morning posts every day. Um, he and Delt both use the saying, keep your powder dry. It's um, She comes from good people from Wayne County. Um, she is one of the best, most devoted mothers I have ever seen. Um, Stratton, her daughter, is like my children's sister. Um, and she has done a phenomenal job making that young girl um, into the tremendous basketball player she is today and tremendous student she is. Um, Terry has worked hard to um, get her NP. She taught at Columbia State. She has touched numerous lives in the ER when we worked together there. And then at Columbia State, if you think about what a teacher does, and Mike, you know this, every patient that those students who pass through Terry's class they leave a little bit of Terry with them. Every nurse that touches a patient that Terry taught, that patient gets a little bit of Terry Locker. And I think Terry is a tremendous young lady, and she is, um, I always say she's probably the best things ever come out of Wayne County. <laughs> you know, she's <laughs> a great young lady and a devoted friend, and doesn't matter if it's 2 in the morning. She would come to my rescue, and she is a tremendous um, person, and I am much better for having Terry Locker as a friend and um, a big sister because she's much, much older than me. I just want to say that in case she's listening in. So uh, that one year adds up. It really does. (laughs) But um, Terry, congratulations. Uh, We're glad to have you as part of the team at Right Care. Uh, Patients love you. The staff loves you. Um, 
and welcome to the big time. Now you get to make all the decisions and you're going to be phenomenal at it. And we are glad to have you as part of our team and me and my children and Molly are glad to have you as part of our life. You and Stratton and even Ziggy, your dog, who tries to seduce my obese pug, uh, Yeezy, to run down to her house. And he passes out about three houses down. Uh, I had to buy a GPS tracker, because not because he'd run off. He would try to run down to Terry's house to see the little Yorkie. And he's so fat, he'd pass out. And I'd have to figure out whose yard he's in. So, you know, when I bought it, I remember Molly was like, why'd you buy one for Yeezy? I'm like, well, it's not for him running off. It's him trying to go to Terry's and he passes out. I don't know where he's at. But but anyway, the person of the week this week, tremendous lady, Terry Locker. If we had more Terry Lockers in the world, we'd be better off. So back to um, things to watch out for. You know, we talked about those toxic relationships and domestic violence, and you see how those blur. You know, though, the, if somebody's not building you up in a relationship, leave it. Just leave it. If they get angry easily, they want you to get married right away. Think about that. They want you to get married right away. There's no rush. There isn't. And if you're getting married because you're pregnant, it's a bad idea. Just go on and tell you now. I don't know. There are a handful of people that it's worked for, but not many. Pregnancy is not two pink lines is not a reason to get married because two pink lines is going to result in two lines on a piece of paper later on and you're going to be the plaintiff or the defendant and you're going to be getting divorced because that's not why you get married. It's just not. Um, You know, if somebody is jealous of your kids in a relationship because they're spending too much time, you're spending too much time with your kid. Something's not right about that. Nobody should be jealous of your kid. Um, suggest reasons for you to fear ending the relationship. Well, if you leave me, I'll do X, Y, and Z. Bye. At least now I know what to look for. <laughs> uh, dual personality. Oh, my goodness. Huh. We don't want to go through my dating life. But, you know, charming in public and aggressive in private. Uh, listen, I'm... This is, I have dated people that in public, I was like, can we just stay out all night? Because you mean we get to the house, you know, (laughs) Um, guys, it's real easy. You don't have to memorize all those things. If they're not building you up and they're tearing you down, leave. The world's hard enough without your safe place, your house being a place you're not safe. You know, Miranda Lambert wrote that song about safe. And that it's got a lot of value to it. Um, one thing that we see, though, as a society, you know, we talked a lot about the Gabby thing. Um, I want to talk about this Ric Flair thing. You know, Tommy Dreamer, I can't remember his last name. I, I will say I have never booked Tommy Dreamer because I never have liked him. And after he said what he said, I, I can tell now why I didn't. Um, you know, he he tried to justify Ric Flair's behavior. There's never a justification for exposing yourself to some woman that's not, or uh, anybody, male, female, whoever, that's, that's not your spouse. And generally, your spouse doesn't want to see it, you know. But, you know, here are some examples of victim shaming. And this is essentially some of the things that 
Tommy Dreamer said. Well, you had to know what was going to happen if you went up to his apartment. No. Just because you want to hang out with a guy or a girl doesn't mean you want to sleep with him. It doesn't. I hang out with females all the time. I don't sleep with them because they're a human being too. They're not property. That's what we've got to get out of our head. Guys have got to stop thinking about girls as property or achievements. It doesn't matter. I've told, you know, Molly is, Mike, have you ever met Molly? Molly's a little skinny thing. She worries about her weight. She came to the station one time during one of our shows. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I know Abby's been on the show. Okay, well, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't guess I missed Molly's Molly. like 100 pounds soaking wet, you know. And I, I've always told her, I don't care what you weigh. You know, when we were, I don't care if you weigh 300 pounds. I didn't marry your body. Okay. I didn't, you know. She's like five foot tall, maybe four eleven, with the shoes on. <laughs> but, you know, who cares what you weigh, you know. Um, guys have got to stop doing that. They just have to. Girls got to stop doing that to guys. It goes the other way, too. You know, I can't tell you how many times somebody gets mad at me on Facebook and says, well, he's fat. Okay, that doesn't change my the point that I'm making. You know, I, you know what? Here, I'll play your game. I'm a fat guy that's saying this, <laughs> you know. Our value is not what's on the scale and what's in the mirror. It's what's inside us. It's our brain. It's our heart. That's what it is. The other thing, though, and this is something that, you know, I did talk to my girls about was perception of what you allow to happen or yep. what you what you will do. Now, unfortunately, the idea that you go up to a guy's room, the perception already is started because, it, again, that's a society's right. perception. But you've, in a sense, extended your permission. You've extended you know, by going up there. Um whether you ever meant to do anything or not is beside the point. Well, it, but it's and, not. You yeah. Know. It, well, it, again, and this is this is where the the young ladies, the 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 uh, the victim needs to be aware a little bit of even you know, awareness will help you avoid a lot of issues and a lot of problems and, and understand that if you know if you don't see these others these other red flags or something like this young lady, you know, young single man asks you up to his room. Be careful. Think about it. Think a long, hard time about it before you you go. That doesn't make it okay for him to do something. No, no. I'm not saying I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to validate his, but at the same time, understand that because this is what society has set up uh, through TV, through other media and stuff like that, that if you do go into the room or you do go up to the apartment with them, you are uh, accepting the invitation. You are you are giving permission for this situation to escalate, and uh, well, doesn't make it you, doesn't make it right. Please yeah, don't that, please that is, please yeah, folks that is do a not. False, that is a false yes. belief, uh, and I understand and, the point Mike's trying to make is that somebody will try to victim shame and say, yeah. you went up to his apartment. Yeah. You know, until such time that you consent to an act, yeah. you know, that's not okay. You know, things people say, you shouldn't have been drinking. You know what? Girls shouldn't have to put their hand over their drink. They shouldn't have to take their drink to the bathroom with them so some jerk doesn't put something in it. I mean, 
They shouldn't have to. Um, and you know what? Girls can drink just as much as guys, and they should be able to do so safely without worrying that some loser is going to put something in their drink and they're going to wake up not knowing where they're at like the movie Hangover. You know, they shouldn't have to worry about that. Um, you must have sent mixed messages. What? You can't, you can't send a mixed message. The message is no. If you say no, the answer is no. Um, was your door even locked? What? That's thrown at rape victims sometimes. Well, you don't have to lock your door. You don't. Uh, what were you wearing? That's what kills me. You know, well, she was wearing. So? That doesn't mean it's okay to grope her. It doesn't mean it's okay to say something out of line to her. It doesn't matter what people are wearing. How hard were you trying to stop it? Uh, I said no. That's as hard as I need to try. Um, and, and here's the thing that Tommy Dreamer said. Well, why didn't you come forward sooner? Well, you know what? Sorry that their emotional healing didn't and their strength from being debased, from being abused or raped or any sort of sexual assault or physical assault. Sorry that they didn't heal on your timeline that you thought was appropriate. That's insanity, folks. This idea that people should, um, their mental health should heal on a timeline is garbage. It just is. When people suffer trauma, that takes a long, long time to process and work through. Now, you, you may think, all right, so how do... You know, how do we even get to this victim blaming and shame? I mean, how do we get there? Well, well, it's real easy. It's based on how people perceive the world. I mean, it is. It's based on how those terrible people who are saying those terrible things, you know, right here in Columbia, we had a little girl that was kidnapped and taken across country. Well, she must have wanted to go. She's a kid. She's a kid. You heard these things, Mike. You heard them <laughs> right here. In, you were... I just yeah. remembered your yeah, closest situation. Yeah, I was a lot closer to that situation. But you heard really things like this. Yeah, you heard things from people yeah. that I thought were decent people, and they would say, "Well, she knew what she was doing. She's a kid." Yeah, yeah, and that 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 never in in, in no way excused what he did in, in that regard. And you know, he was, you know, he was the adult. He was even worse. He was the professional. Right. And. You know, that does not, even if she did know, even if she did know, that doesn't excuse his actions. Right. And, and that's, well, and it it goes back to the dumb jock thing too. Well, he's just a dumb jock. Well, no, he's a man or a young man who took advantage of somebody. And and because he's the captain of the football team, nobody, this is a pulling example, guys. Or because he's Ric Flair, we don't want to do anything. Ric Flair's the only one that didn't get in trouble off that flight because he's Ric Flair. Well, you know what that does? That tells Ric Flair that that's okay. Yeah. And you know what it does? It makes him bigger than the rules. It makes him bigger than the rules, and it makes it okay for him to do it again to someone else. Yeah, and that's... It's not okay? Um, no. It's not okay. This lady talked about how she went, and, and ironically, this lady, the stewardess, this was her first flight back after delivering her child. 
she went home and she cried in the shower. She told her husband about it, and her husband's response was, well, did you say something to make him do that? Because somehow the guy just can't be a jerk, right? Like somehow the guy just can't be somebody that should have known better than to do what they did. And now what kills me is people are saying, well, y'all know how Ric Flair is. What? How does that? Ric Flair was one of my heroes. We booked Ric Flair to come to the fairgrounds. He was one of my heroes. I'm very disappointed in this. And the way he's handled it is even worse. You know, like, it's kind of the laundry guys think, yeah. shut up. The more you talk, the worse you sound. Yeah. Stop talking. But, you know, I just, you know. Well, it, we'll also talk. I want After the break, I want to bring up another reason why the victim shaming has become a, a little bit of a prevalent thing. Yeah, too. absolutely. So. Let's go to break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about victim blaming, shaming, and then we'll hit on adverse childhood experiences a little bit. But as you're at break, think about that. There's nothing that justifies assaulting another human being. It's just not. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Folks, the Right Care Walking Clinic, located in front of Walmart, is open 11 to 11 every day of the week. If your kid gets sick when you get home from work and your child needs to be seen but your provider's office is closed, come see us. We see children, adults, geriatric folks. Folks, we've been open 10 years and we stay late, so you don't have to wait at the emergency room to get the care that you deserve, the right care. We're open 11 to 11 every day in front of Walmart, Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once, and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. 
know Tillis Jewelry creates custom, one-of-a-kind pieces that are available in our store now. Hello, this is Rick Tillis, and that's right. We are known for our custom designs. We create jewelry using old mine-cut or European-cut diamonds to rare colored gemstones. We create these custom pieces for each season. I'm sure you can find something for yourself or a loved one. Stop by our showroom and try on a Tillis Jewelry custom piece today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to view our designs and much more. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Started listening to your station and everybody likes it. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. Here we go. I'm like Scotch and Tata Girl Bands. I'm like Eastside Towns Vans and I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. You're listening to The Chandler Anderson Show. Contact the show via text at 931 446 7865. But I'm not for All right, guys, we were talking a little bit about victim shaming and blaming and why it occurs. You know, there's a good um, three-pronged kind of approach to looking at why it occurs. One, some people just view the world as people get what they get because they deserve it. And if you view the world that way, well, she must have done something to deserve it. Like, what? There was a what? There was a story. What could she have possibly have done? There was you know? a story that we had, that we we studied in school, and the, those of my students that are listening might remember this. Is we talked about the villain. His attitude was: there are predators and there are prey. Right. The villain, he says, "Thank goodness, I'm a predator, and everybody else out there is my prey. I can do what I until somebody else is stronger than me." And unfortunately, that's not just a hunting issue. Right. That's that's uh, that's uh, that's too prevalent, but it does happen. Well, and the other thing is they say, well, it was just a slap. You know, there's somebody that watched that film or heard that 911 call, I should say, and they said, well, it was just a slap. No, it's not just a slap. That person has breached a boundary at that point. You know, the, this laundry guy has breached a boundary. It's not just a slap. I, Let me give somebody. I had an immediate question. When sure. That, uh, from that nine one one call, who was it? A guy or a, girl? a guy? Yeah, a guy. Okay. No, I, I know. know. <laughs> Look, John Wayne. These <laughs> days, you don't know if somebody's got a gun. I'm telling you, you just don't. Well, I would still have to. I have at one. Least, I would still at least. And I always have to, tell people they made more say, than hey, one. At least say something to him. But right. hey, you don't need. To be well, doing but that you notice her. he said when he got out of the car, they left. Yeah. So he was in his car seeing it happen, 
And then when they he got out, they jumped they in took and left. Off. Yeah, but, and you know, it, not knowing all the circumstances, you're right. That's you know you, but at the same time, you, you, yeah. I mean, I you ought the, to man up the, and the, say yeah, something, yeah. Not, or, or human being up, yeah. not man up even. So. Uh, you know, but there's this belief that well, you know, it was just a slap. No, 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 because that slap's going to be a punch next time, and then it's going to be a choke. And then it's going to be a punch to the head or shoved downstairs. It's going to escalate. It is. And somebody's going to die. I mean, that's the truth. The woman or the man that's being abused is going to be beaten to death or the abuser is going to be shot or poisoned or tied to a bed and lit on fire. And then what happened in the burning bed? <laughs> so um, the other thing is there's this, attribution error where people blame the person's moral attributes for what happened to them. Well, you know, they put themselves in this situation and blah, blah, blah. You know, they're partially responsible for, they were in a bar after all. No, it's okay to be in a bar. You know, I, I follow that preacher from Oklahoma. I don't know if you've seen him on TikTok. You have a TikTok mic. No. We need to get you a TikTok. I stay away from that stuff. <laughs> Dale doesn't have a TikTok either. <laughs> we need to just have a morning show where we get everybody a TikTok. Uh, Jim has a TikTok. Clayton has a TikTok. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Ron does or not, but I need to follow it if he does. <laughs> Ron's like the big brother everybody needs, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, the pastor from Oklahoma, I follow him. He said, look. I don't care if it's in a bar. I'll have a church right there. Because the Bible says where two or more are gathered in my name, I'm there. And he said, some of my best testimony has been right in the middle of a bar. You know, it it just, for people to say, well, you know, she was in a bar on Riverside. No, no, and no. That's not a defense. But like you said, you know, Mike, that is what our society has done. I like this person, so how can I make it okay? You know, they play for my favorite team. How can I make it okay? The Kobe principle. Everybody loved Kobe, and he admitted what he did was was not appropriate. I don't know what happened in the room. You know, I wasn't there. But, you know, people said, well, she went back to a room with Kobe. What did she think was going to happen? Not that. Not that. That's not okay. It's not an excuse. Kobe Bryant was a smart individual. He knew where the line was, and he was married. So there's that. Yeah. You know, um, but you know what's funny about people that use that attribution era? Um, they don't apply that same rule to themselves. You oh, know, no. if they do no. something well, it isn't just because it happened that way, or they had some, you know internal thing that just made it happen no i worked really hard to make this happen you know it's just insanity and then the in the vulnerability i can't even talk in vulnerability theory basically is if it can happen to them it can happen to me so i don't want to think about that for example if i see somebody get robbed right outside this station and i try to blame well, he shouldn't have been out there after dark. He shouldn't have put himself in that position. It's 10 o'clock. Why was he walking down West 7th? Well, they may do that to reassure themselves. 
for example, the example here is she she was raped because she walked home alone in the dark. I would never do that, so I won't be raped. Well, no, you can be raped in the daylight. You know, that never should happen. You know, never, ever, ever. You know, this theory basically, you know, talks about victims are a reminder of our own vulnerability. And we don't want to think about our own vulnerability or our own mortality. That's why when people die, sometimes it tears people up because it reminds us all that we are mortal. It doesn't have to be a plane crash. It doesn't have to be a violent car wreck. It can happen on a football field. It can happen walking down the street here. You know, it can happen in a storm, a flood like we had yesterday. God bless Kalioka. I have a friend that lives down there on um, – it's not – Finney, I always mess it up. It's the Finney with a P uh, road. Mm -hmm. And her poor front yard was, she couldn't even get in her house. You know, I mean, it can happen. Yeah. And and, and, and so, you know, people do that because they're insecure themselves. Don't blame the victim. It's not the victim. It's never the victim's fault. One of the things that I see, and I, I saw it as a teacher when I would have to call parents about it. I, I saw it in relationships between kids that I would observe. Uh, I've even heard about it, you know, and, and really haven't spent a lot of time in court, but I've, I've kind of read some things I about it. I have. <laughs> uh, that, you know, the concept – now, I did teach this as a football coach. <laughs> One of your best defenses is offense. And so the abuser, to defend himself or herself, attacks – the veracity attacks the victim uh, and creates doubt into the veracity of their story. Right. I, I know that's a tactic. Well, no, used. you've heard Dale and, talk about it. They try yeah. the dead. They yeah. try the person yeah. that was murdered. Yeah, and, and and so – You saw it with the George yeah, Floyd I it, thing. I see it with parents. You know, it, it couldn't be my kid's fault. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, the, think you, about you, it. Coach Lyle, you had to have done something wrong in the classroom. Yeah. You had to have done something in the classroom to – fire him up or to get him going in this circumstance or, or something on the field that, that got him going in this circumstance or something like that. Well, that gets applied to the victim. They had to have done something. Right. And, you know, creating that doubt. What did they do to make him yeah. snap? You yeah. And, and, and so, you know, that that's become the defense and one of the more popular defenses, actually, yeah. uh, you you made me do this. Yeah. What you said, or what you implied, yeah, you know. Again, you come back to your clothes, or or, or you come back to where you were at the moment, right. or, or something like that. You implied. Well, the answer something to that, that, is, that led me to do this, and they're what they're doing is deflecting. Yeah, they're deflecting the 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 responsibility. You know, like I said, the best offense or the best defense is a good offense. So if I can't defend myself because I'm right, then I'm going to make sure that everyone else thinks you're wrong. Well, and, and a great answer to that is you're so out of control that yeah. you couldn't you couldn't hold it together. Like people can call me all kinds of names and I'm usually just going to look at them. Now I had the one little thing here at the station that morning, but yeah, it is what it is. Somebody call me a criminal. Not but, everybody's perfect in their execution right. of the concept, okay? But, you know, that, that's the thing. When people start, well, they made me, and, and that's why I tell my kids. Who's in control? So so you're so poorly in control of yourself that you couldn't 
not punch him in the face? Really? That's how poor, that's how poor self-control you have? Come on. Now, let, now, I will say this. There are people out there, and this is a very small portion of the population, that will make false claims against men. I actually mm-hmm. was victim of that, and it got resolved, and that young lady now has an uh, additional criminal record than she already had. Somebody accused me of something I did not do, would never do. Couldn't sit here and do this station show tonight. If I had done it, I'd be, my pants would be on fire, you know. (laughs) But this person accused me of something horrendous. The police, thankfully, my house is Fort Knox. You, you, when you talk about cameras, I got them everywhere. Nobody's ever going to accuse me of anything and get away with it because it's recorded. So, um, thankfully, I had that. And, you know, but as you mentioned during break, there's always an attorney willing to take a case. You know, and, you know, this this person got an attorney who wanted to attack me, you know, and, you know, all this other. But thankfully, at the end of the day, um, this person took a plea. Um, it was felony false reports. And then they took a plea for some sort of, I don't know, something with an official document or some nonsense. Mm -hmm. But anyway, now that person is not able to do the things that she wants to do in life. And that's where they ought to be. If you make a false claim against somebody, you are making it exponentially harder for those who actually are victims. And you are trash if you do that. If you make a false claim of sexual abuse, sexual harassment, against somebody and you know it's false and you're trying to get money out of them or you're trying to destroy them you should be ashamed of yourself and you should be put in jail to be honest because you're a menace to society and and people that do that man or woman that ought to be they shouldn't be on the streets that's just my belief it's wrong and they're trying to destroy people by by using actual victims as a way to do it and that's wrong. And it shows a lack of moral fiber. It shows a lack of... And if you're doing it for money, it shows you're just too damn lazy to work. Well, and you'd rather tear does, somebody down. Like you said, it also creates situations in which uh, the people that you want to count on, you can't. You know, Let's go back to the, to the situation I had at school. You know, Once this guy now has destroyed... Oh yeah, trust, nobody trusts a male teacher. You know, and, yeah. and you know, I had to go to some extreme lengths. You know, I could no longer tutor a female, right, without another teacher in the room, right, and, and or I could you know no longer talk to that you know to to a female after the class was over, right, unless I had a whole Witnesses, bunch of them, right, you know, in, in there, and it was just and I had and, things and I built became, into and, my and, practice and, where I I'm never alone with it was, a female. It was you one know. of those things that I had to be. I couldn't be the teacher I wanted to be right. because I had to protect myself. Right. Because, again, unfortunately, all it takes is one is person, one person trying stupid. to one tr- person trying to take advantage yep. of that suspicion because now the media has presented every male teacher out there that talks with a female student well, not by themselves even the media. is a predator. This guy... Well, he he ruined abused, it for everybody else. He abused he the abused trust a he sacred him. trust. Right. Teachers yes. have a sacred trust. And nurses, he abused doctors, the trust of his colleagues. Right. Now, we, 
honestly, at the, when it first began. No, I got attacked by a lot of people. Uh, when I, it first began, we were kind of like, hey, let's just let the facts take care of themselves. Let's take a look at this. Let's back up. And, and let's just back up and not let it – Not don't get ahead of ourselves here. Because, again, all of us had had students falsely accused teachers right. of doing stuff. Well, unfortunately, what he did then was take that trust and that hesitancy to jump to conclusions – took advantage of it and got away from stuff got right. away with it and now it was a himalayan salt lamp for it, me you know, just saying and, and even even now you know any hesitancy on our part is is an allowance right. is towards that and, and so yeah you've uh you've created a whole new set of victims that uh well you you've created an, an opportunity for somebody to prostitute out yeah uh, an actual victim situation yeah, yeah because now, they see dollar signs yeah you know people levy a claim against me you know what we're gonna go to court you can send you me know, a letter and say let's well, settle no nope, we're know, going I had, all I had the way to, to court very, i had to be very cognizant of the fact it didn't take a conviction to mess me up it all it took was the, the accusation, accusation front page to accusation to destroy right. literally destroy my career yeah and to destroy my way of living and and possibly you know my my Freedom, yeah. my freedom and well the allegation is on the front page the allegations on the front page and the retractions on the the back and that's what i was looking at with this girl that made the false claim you know her attorney that's what they wanted to do they wanted to try to ruin me and guess what when i was willing to go to court let's go pal let me give a disclaimer you will never Scare Chandler Anderson with, well, you're going to have to testify in court. I love court. <laughs> People don't understand that. Court's the only place you got to behave. You can't act a fool in Stella Hargrove's courtroom. If you think you can, you're crazy. You can't act a fool with Judge Allen. Come on. Yeah. That's why I love court. It's the only place you, that people have to behave. That's why there's a bailiff. <laughs> Folks, if you're looking for a primary care provider for yourself or your children or your family members, Right Care Primary Care, located in the Kroger Shopping Center off James Campbell, is accepting new patients. We take all insurances, and our providers will sit down and listen to you and help get to the bottom of your health care needs. If you're tired of being rushed in and out of the office and being treated like a number, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care Clinic. Myself and Kelly Kelly will be glad to take care of you and get you back on track to getting the right care now. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. I love this station. Absolutely love this station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. (laughs) You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is the Chandler Anderson Show, presented by Right King. All right, Coach Mike has an announcement to make about Murray County Public Schools. All right, uh, everybody uh, got one of those good news, bad news uh, announcements. Uh, just came out over the te- uh, air, um, countywide text and stuff. Murray County Public Schools are open tomorrow, Wednesday, September 22nd. Thank you to the road departments of Murray County and the City of Columbia for clearing roads so we can hold school. If your family is displaced or affected by the floods you and you are unable to attend school, do your best to contact the offices and the excuses will be handled on a case-by-case basis there. But, uh, the but good we news, know where you live, so yeah. try not to lie. <laughs> the good news is the good news, good news is the street departments and stuff like that have done a good job getting things cleared. Bad news is, kids, sorry, you got to go back to school. That's right. Take it back to school. <laughs> now, come on. Um, I do also want to mention the Right Care PlayStation 5 giveaway. Um, we have a little bit of time left. We'll be giving them away soon. Um, get your essays in by this Sunday. Um, I always, Bobby Heenan messed me up because every time he, he would say essays, you know, like, what? Um, I'm trying to fix it. What? Hold on. Molly said something. You realize you were. I know I'm on the air. I was trying to read. (laughs) Sometimes I don't know what happens, but I don't know if my clinic's been robbed or what. I said, does the show sound okay? And the response I got was yes, but it has frozen at the robbery outside the clinic and I'm trying to fix it. (laughs) What is that? Uh, that's a can ho- someone translate? I hope I hope that is uh, autocorrect. I, I, that's autocorrect I, going crazy. I'm telling you right now because patience is working the front desk. If you try to rob patience, she's gonna kick your tail. So I mean, let me go and call a uh, 
Oh, okay. It's stuck at the robbery outside the station. The analogy I used. Yeah, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking, patience will mess you up. She's an old Lewis County girl. I feel so. Let me Just call the ambulance for the robber. A quick hint for those of you who are listening online. If you get stuck in that loop and it does happen every so often, just re- just come reload out of it, the reload page. it, yeah. reload the page, and it'll clear up. All right. So, uh, PlayStation 5 giveaway. So, we have two PlayStation 5s. What I've asked is that kids write a 500-word or more essay about how COVID impacted their education. Send it to Chandler Anderson at rightcareclinic.com. And we're going to pick a middle school kid from the Murray County Public Schools. That's Spring Hill all the way to Cullioca, um, out to Hampshire. Any public school middle schooler is eligible. We're going to pick one winner from middle school and one winner from high school. Both consoles will come with a copy of Madden 22. Which is the best Madden yet, if you haven't played it. Um, it's Everybody's eligible except my children, so calm down, Jack. Um, we have a PlayStation 5 already. You don't need more. But, um, Jack, but we will accept your essay if you want to Yeah, write we'll one. accept your essay, essay. <laughs> Bobby Heenan used to say essay. <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, send them in, Chandler Anderson at rightcareclinic.com. Get them in before this weekend's over. We're going to pick a winner next week. Thank you, Jack Cobb, for helping make that or making that flyer. I didn't have anything to do with it. And getting the word out. It's I've read some of them. We were going to read them all this weekend. There's some really good writers out there. And COVID really impacted these kids. It really, really did. And it's interesting to see their take on it and how, you know, the mitigation strategies we used, how it impacted them. Um, but I always like hearing the kids' interpretation of it because that is the one that's going to be lasting. Uh, also, the Murray County Prevention Coalition has a recovery fest at Riverwalk Park uh, September 25th. I believe that's this Saturday, isn't it? Uh, September 25th uh, from 2 to 6 right here in Columbia, Tennessee at the Riverwalk Park. Uh, Behavioral Health Group, Carmack Boulevard Church of Christ, Dedication Nation, uh, TWSDAS, Hope Floats, uh, South Central Human Resources Agency, tons of people, Pinewood, uh, Wayman Chapel, TennesseeLifeline.com, Tennessee Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Lots of people are involved in this. Um, St. Peter's Church uh, next door to us. Um, folks, recovery is a hard road, and for those people who have been successful, Let's come out, and those people who are still fighting to be successful, let's come out this Saturday and support them. Uh, it's a great cause, and hopefully it won't be raining. Mike, it's been raining all week. It's supposed to be a great weather this weekend. Who? Let me put you on the spot here. Who do you have for what they're calling the rumble in the jungle? Now, Chandler. Hey, I, 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 that's, I'm that's stuck. That's a loaded question. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Do, I'm doing the color commentator. I'm the color commentator I hear for the you central. Have, you may have a special guest, huh? I hear you uh, no, that that's not going to work out this time what? around. So yeah, that 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 before you go too far much farther with that, that and well, that kind of faded off into the sunset. I'd be but, willing uh, to do it, but I when I do it on Coles <laughs> games, you should hear my stuff. When I, I always live stream Coles games for my dad to watch Ray, yeah. my biological dad. But then when they like we had, we played Wayne County last week and. Their homecoming was not so great for them. But yeah. we had four touchdowns in the first mm-hmm. half. And I was like, he's cutting up, he's cutting up. I sound like a 13-year-old yeah. little boy doing commentary. <laughs> but, uh, well, 
Well, you wouldn't that be the first tough. one. You obviously you wouldn't be the first one in the booth that we ever saw. If we have to calm down, right, a right. Bit, so. right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm torn because Abby's a senior at Central and she's mm-hmm. on student council. But then Jack and Cole go to Mount Pleasant, and Cole play, plays from well, Mount Pleasant Middle. We have Richland. No, we got Summertown this week. Actually, we got the Eagles this week. Actually, I do have a, a, a few torn. You know, I, I coached at Mount Pleasant, at Mount Pleasant yeah. for about nine years. Uh, and have a have a you know fond memories of those of those times and, and those people and, and and it's a great uh community that i was i was privileged to be a part of i'm also now doing radio for the like central, central high school right. bunch so uh and we are you know we make we make no apologies for it we are a hometown radio right. team you know we are the flagship station for central high school so right. um but uh, I, I think, think it's going to be great. It's going to be an it's interesting been a, game. Like uh, 60 years or something since they played? Yeah, it's been over 50 years since uh-huh. they played. Of course, size has had a lot to do with that. Right. And, and, and there's, there's some so. Bull of the Woods down there in Mount Pleasant, man, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. That's where Cole, you know, Mount Pleasant gets forgotten when we talk about football, but their youth league, their majors, well, back-to-back Super Bowl champions two years in a I, row. I can, I can speak from experience. There's a lot of good athletes down there. Yep. You know, usually what – what take what it takes is somebody that's going to be able to organize them and get them all on the same page uh to 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 play together and once they do that you know that was something that uh, coach smith and i were able to do for a while and uh once you can do that you can accomplish some great things yeah, and you get everybody uh, firing at the on the same, same cylinder same 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 focus same idea stuff like that and it'll happen you know, I could spend a whole show talking about ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, but we got about eight minutes left. I'm going to run through. Here are some of the things that can traumatize your child. And the more these they experience, the greater the risk that they may end up in jail. They may end up depressed. They may end up being an abuser. They may end up with a substance abuse problem. And if you're doing this to your kid, Stop it right now because I want to run through these. Before you get started on that list, the risk, you raise the risk. It doesn't right. make it That's an right. absolute that it's going to That's happen, right. but you do raise the probability that it's going you to happen. Increase their because chance. I don't want to yes. I don't want to come across that we're making excuses no, no, for no, these no. people as well. Look, I, I can tell you if I'm not there's no reason other than Beth Smith uh, Nona Hill and Coach Shockenzuber that I shouldn't be laying in a gutter somewhere because I've, I went through this on the way here and I was like, well, that's horrible. I'd check that box, check that box, check that box. <laughs> but here are the things that make kids grow up to be a Mr. Laundry that hurts a girl, that hits a girl, and it makes them think it's okay. Swearing at your kid, insult, I'm ambivalent on curse words there are no magic words if they were people would use them towards me and i'd be like a voodoo doll and have sudden back pain but you know insulting your kids putting them down humiliating them your job is to build your kids up now be a be a disciplinarian don't let your kids run wild but it's your job to build your kids up uh acting in a way that may make the kid think they're going to be physically hurt like mike was saying he raised his hand toward the back of the room and this little girl shuddered down that little girl's been beaten at home uh did a parent or other adult in the household push grab slap throw something at you ever hit you so hard that you had marks or you were injured did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch you inappropriately or attempt to do something inappropriate to you 
Did you often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special? Did your family not look out for each other or support each other? Folks, your family's supposed to look out for you. And if they're not, something's wrong. And it's okay to cut toxic people out of your life, even if they're family. Some of my closest people are not my family by blood. Uh, Did you often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, or had no one to protect you? Our job is to protect our children. I got arrested for mine trying to stand up for them. I'd do it again tomorrow if I needed to. Um, Your parents, were they too drunk or high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it? Think about that, guys. When you're getting trashed, and your kids are home, and nobody can drive, what are you going to do if little Johnny falls and breaks his arm while you're passed out? Look, I love a good drink like anybody else, but if you get so wasted that you can't take your kid to the hospital, that's a problem. And you know what your kid's going to grow up thinking? It's okay to get blackout drunk and not care about what's going on in the house. Um. That's I, and I've heard again as an educator, I've heard that excuse. Oh yeah, that, that was you know, and I've heard it both from teachers. I've heard it and I've heard it from the kids themselves. This is what oh, this is the way I've been. My daddy was this way. My grandpa was this way. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm stuck being this no, way. No, you're never no, you're stuck. Not, you know, I and, can and, I can tell you, I come look. I come from George Wallace's lineage. I got every reason in the world to be some podunk racist, but I'm not. You know. I mean, that my buddy Dwayne York, you know, I'm an Alabama fan, so he always gets me with that. Well, it's because you're directly related to George Wallace. Well, that is not why I'm a fan of Alabama football. Now, come on. Um, you know, were your parents ever separated or divorced? That does put children at risk. I'm divorced. You know, Molly and I, Molly is one of the best people you will ever meet. She does tremendous work. She drives me crazy trying to help people. I call her Pollyanna because she will help someone else before she'll help herself. It drives me nuts. But, you know, our kids live through a divorce. You know, and kids whose parents divorce are more likely to get divorced on down the road. And I tell my kids, don't get married. Then you don't get divorced. <laughs> it's easy. Careful. I know my guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I guess that two, would imply they need to be a, a monk. Edge, that's a two-edged sword there. <laughs> yeah, the, we don't want to mention swords around Jack. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. <laughs> were, were any of your parents or adult caregivers often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at them, kicked, kicked bitten, hit with a fist, uh, repeatedly hit over at least a few minutes, or threatened with a gun or knife? There's one. If your kid sees you beating your spouse, guess what they're going to think is normal? Because what happens in your home, you start to believe is normal because your role models are doing it. Whether you don't get to be Charles, this watch is insane. You did it. You earned an, another hour towards your stand gold. I've been sitting for two hours. These Apple watches. Anyway, you don't get to do a Charles Barkley and say, I'm not a role model. When you have kids, you are now a role model, like it or not. That's just yeah. the way it is, Mike. Well, and, and again, you hit me, you know, an athlete saying I'm not a role model. Role model. Well, he went to Baloney. Auburn. We Baloney. Went, we went, he went to Auburn. He's, sir. he's in a fishbowl. He's a more of a role model than any than most normal people. Right. And uh, that's something I've always told athletes: you're in a fishbowl, good or bad. You're, and if you're dusty you're, roads, every, everything you're, you're going to be do, everything you do is going to be magnified. Right. 
And if and, you're a dusty uh, roads, you're an athlete. Yeah. So the other questions on the ACEs thing, do you live with anyone who was a problem drinker, an alcoholic, or you street drugs? Think about it. Drugs are in the home, they're going to think it's normal because their role model is doing it. Um, was a household member depressed or mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? You know, I think about daily my kids having to live with me when I was depressed before I went and got Ibogaine. And, and I mean, I was suicidal at one time. We've talked about that on this show. You know, it, it worries me that they are going to remember that. Um, did a household member go to prison? Because again, I'm stuck. They, people think, well, my dad is in prison. I'm going to end up in prison. No, you can break that. You can break that. And so, Ultimately, guys, what I wanted to say tonight over two hours is treat other people like human beings. Nobody's your property. Marriage, putting a ring on it, does not put a leash on it. You don't own it. You are there to build up your partner. And if you can't build up your partner, then let them go. Let them go find somebody that will build them up. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all go out and see the Central Mount Pleasant game this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, as Jim Ross would say, a slobber knocker. <laughs>